Man, we got a good episode for y'all today, man. We got a special guest, Catfish John, all the way from the bottom, 305 Miami. Miami, man. Fresh off the TV show, Survivor's Remorse. Dude, I have a stereotypical view of Miami. All dudes wearing like silk shirts and speedboats, smoking Cubans. How accurate is that? That's South Beach. <laughs> you, you're, you're about right. <laughs> like I just picture like guys escaping from the police while a chopper's chasing him down on a speedboat. <laughs> you're about right. That's across the okay, bridge, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I watched uh, Miami Vice as a kid, so now my view of Miami's tainted. Guys, yeah. What's good with your catfish? I am great. How are you? Well, we doing pretty good, Wonderful. man. It's yeah. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> You're not a fan of Halloween? No, I don't. My my parents don't play that. Oh, yeah. You had the parents who didn't let you trick or treat what? as a little kid. Yeah. Well, there's man. a lot of parents who didn't because, you know, there there are people who do javelish shit on Halloween, but then there's also you just want to dress up like Captain Jack Sparrow, too. Yeah. <laughs> In my house, we didn't yeah. have Halloween. We had Hallelujah Night. <laughs> yeah, Hallelujah Night. You weren't allowed to, uh, you weren't allowed to, to trick or treat either? Mm, um, no, I didn't trick or treat. I don't think, nah, it was too busy, um, throwing eggs. <laughs> throwing eggs, dude. Yeah, at people's, that's the way to go. At people's cars, homes. Right. Oh, dude, um, I used to egg some too. I used to yeah. throw eggs at people. Yeah, whenever we, I was we in would, high school. Um, we yeah. would basically make sure they get like rotten. Oh, then, yeah. dude, you were an dirty. asshole. Nasty. Dirty. That's dirty. Yeah, dude, that's that's mean, man. I wouldn't say I was an asshole. I was just being a kid. Yeah, <laughs> right, totally. Right. When you're when you're a little kid, like you can get away with certain stuff because it's like your brain's not developed. But like if you're doing that when you're like 30, I used to open bar doors and throw cottage cheese on people. Bar doors. <laughs> yeah, like because we had all these drunk rednecks that were just playing pool seven days a week. My mama would have oh. whooped my ass for oh, some cottage cheese, but wow. they, didn't, they, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know that we were doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is when I first really turned 16. I like cottage cheese. It's, it's like I was talking about the avocados with the guacamole. It's like, That's so I, nice. I, I yeah. can't with that. It cottage like, cheese. Like yeah. baby vomit. Like it's so gross. It's like kibbles and bits for rednecks. Oh, it's yeah. like redneck food. Oh, it's nasty. Cottage cheese? I don't yeah. like It's cheese. horrible. Oh, dude, it tastes oh. like I don't know, ass. I don't know um, how people actually eat that. <laughs> they should, yeah. They should not eat that. I just think I cheese think either. in general is horrible. Dude, cheese, especially like processed cheese and stuff like that, yeah. like it gives me ear infections. I know that sounds like a lie, but it does. I like cheese. Like cracker single slices? Yeah. Oh, really? See, I gives like those. It gives me ear infections. I like cheese, but I'm trying to stay away from it, man. I'm trying to leave. I stopped eating eggs. I don't do milk. I'm trying to stay away from all dairy. Tell them yeah. why. Yeah. What you mean? Go what? ahead and tell them why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. You, you know yeah. why. Oh, man, I'm, I'm on this uh, health kick with my boy. Mm. Oh, yeah. you guys are on a health kick together, dude. Yeah. Yeah, on, to I that. am the health we, kick. Yeah, he you is. You are the health he kick. He is the health <laughs> kick. <laughs> I am the health kick. He be kick. kicking oh, my dude. ass in the gym. Uh, are you his personal trainer? I wouldn't call myself a personal trainer. A workout, we're just, buddy. We're just friends that work out. Yeah. 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 Dude, I've been doing DDP yoga. Do you know what that is? It's Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. Oh, oh, so is he out here? Wrestler. <laughs> I no, I just do the videos, but they kick your ass. That sounds like. Yoga now? 
Yeah, he teaches yoga. That sounds like a fable. <laughs> it don't even sound real. It sounds like I'm making it up to like fourth like a graders, joke. like a no, lie that a fourth grader. It's would some tell. real joint. Like, he, <laughs> yes, he does, dude. He does. Uh, he does yoga now. I was, I was, I was shocked when I found out that he actually does because he he had to change. Because you know how a lot of the, the, the wrestlers, wrestlers yeah. they're like suicidal mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to do after uh-huh. um, wrestling. So he fell into, um, because his body was always aching and, damn, you, you all right over there? <laughs> um, um, so he basically went into yoga and he just started to fix himself by doing yoga, which mm-hmm. is dope. I do uh, Hulk yeah. Hogan cross training. Yeah, Hulk Hogan cross training. <laughs> you got to shave the top of your head before you do it too, and and take your shirt off before you lift weights and rip it. You got to rip your shirt. Off before you... <laughs> Dude, did you know he's six nine? Somebody just told me that. What? Yeah, those wrestlers are big, bro. Six nine, dude. Really? I didn't Hulk, Hulk Hogan is not six that nine. Big. Line he might be like six four. Hulk Hogan's like right six now. four, six five. Okay, someone told me he was like the he giant is six nine. Yeah. That he's six nine. I'm like, dude, that's huge. Shaquille O'Neal's what, like seven two? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's LeBron insane. James. LeBron James. Bro, actually, it says Hulk Hogan is six seven. Wait, that's he's six seven. Pretty, yeah. That's the, still pretty. The Undertaker is six ten. I did not know that, bro. Oh. Dude, all wrestlers literally wow. look like abusive trailer park husbands. Kane that's is seven feet. Kane yeah. from, from wrestling? Yeah. Hulk, uh, the Undertaker's brother. Yeah. Wow, bro, I did not know that. These crazy. guys are tall. That is crazy, bro. Wow. That's insane. So how tall is, tall is Stone Cold? Oh, Stone Cold, Stone six Cold. tall. It doesn't yeah. even matter, dude. He's a bald-headed dude who wears, like, knee-high snakeskin boots and panties and kicks people in the stomach. I He's heard, a hard uh, ass. I heard Stone Cold really tested positive for uh, rattlesnake blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like one-fourth rattlesnake. It's some of that weird Louisiana trailer park shit that they actually, you know, do in the South. Stone Cold looked like he just walk around and say, uh, if a train hits me, worry about the train. <laughs> he, looked like, <laughs> he looked like he'll say that. Dude, he is the epitome of white trash. I used to believe wrestling when I was a little kid, too. Like, he would Who torture did, Vince McMahon. <laughs> And then, but then you get older, you're like, dude, if this was real, he'd be like, dude, get the hell out of my office. Like, pepper a, spray his ass. Yeah, I had a cousin that fully believed, like, it was real. And we would have huge I did, too. I thought I it was too. real. I did, oh, too. Yeah. And he would, like, want to practice the moves on me and my little sister. And it was like, no, like, it really hurt. He'd, like, throw us around on the couch. And it was like, yeah. this isn't fun. Little like, kid. This is a game. Yeah. I stopped believing in Santa Claus before I stopped believing in wrestling. Same here, dude. <laughs> Same <laughs> That's here. real. I remember I was watching Miracle on 34th Street, and I looked at my mom. I go, this is bullshit, right? And she goes, you'll just have to watch the end of the movie to find out. I was like, just tell me. And she's like, yep, he's not real. Oh, wow. <laughs> he is uh, real, guys. I found out he, he wasn't real. I found out he wasn't real when I saw my parents putting the damn uh, presents under the, the tree. Oh, I was like, wow. this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I, I tried to set a trap to catch Santa Claus. I have a catch in my grandmother. Yeah. You just put a mouse trap in the chimney or what? No, I so like, put up like, like sticks and like blankets and boxes and stuff. <laughs> you know what? Waited above and like watched the loft. You know what? I think I, was, I think I was just too smart for my damn good when right. I was a kid. Because <laughs> at the time, my parents stayed in a in an apartment complex where, where people call today condos, mm-hmm. but they're just apartments. And... I was like, how is he coming in here? Right. You know what I mean? I was like, we have a door. We don't have a chimney. 
We're on the second floor. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm asleep by the door. How is he going to sneak by me? Right. And you know what I mean? And it was just like, it was just weird to me. I know. Yeah, my mama told me that he was going to come through the keyhole. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, like some sort of witchcraft thing. Dude, and some psycho would have slipped like black tar heroin into the cookies if he was actually real. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, I figured that bro. out. Like, that he was like, somebody would have done something pretty intense like that, would have murdered him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wh- and I was like, how does he go to all these homes in a night? In right. one night. Like, in one night, he just goes yeah. to all these houses. I, I was, this is what, this was my mind at like four, five. Right. Just thinking of these things. And I was just like, oh, Santa Claus. I was like, mm, a big, fat, white dude coming to the hood? I don't think so. <laughs> I was just like, it's not happening. But think about how selfless our parents are to allow another man to get credit for all their hard credit. work. Yeah. For them working overtime. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean? like, right. If I was working at like the bank 60 hours a week, I'd be like, yeah, he's not real. But you need to respect me because I just paid for all this shit. You're exactly. Nintendo 64 and all that. When exactly. I, when I was know? about six, bro, I told my mom, I said, Mom, can you take me to get some stuff for Christmas? And she was like, boy, you just got gifts from Santa Claus. And I was like, yeah, but Santa Claus bought me that. My mom was like, I got to pay Santa Claus. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she told me, I got to pay Santa Claus. I got to pay Santa Claus. My parents would, like, go to lengths to, like, take bites from the cookies and stuff and, like, leave yeah. a little note as if he'd actually been there. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a ton of milk, like, for him to be eating a cookies, he had to be like shitting his pants exactly. on a sleigh. You know what I mean? That's a lot, especially if he's lactose intolerant. Just a sleigh full of shit. Him and the reindeer, oh. just like. Ugh. I, I used to help. You know? I used to help my uncle uh, with his kids, uh, Santa Claus, putting their toys together. We used to have to eat the cookies they left out, mm-hmm. and uh, and take the notes and all that type of stuff. And, yeah, it was it was it was fun. Dude, I mean, think about how much fun it was to actually believe that, though. Oh, yeah, you know to wake I mean? up in the morning. The but wake it's up a in... great control mechanism. Yeah. Hey, brother, for real, bro. Uh, waking up in the morning seeing all them toys is better than performing in front of a thousand people. Oh, dude, Nintendo 64. <laughs> do you guys remember when you get right. a video game system? That was like literally, I think that's why people do cocaine, because they want to capture that feeling of getting a Nintendo 64. Exactly. <laughs> For Have you the seen first that time. video in 64 Kid? Oh, yeah, where he's, like, letting out the banshee cry, you know? like <laughs> Is that the one where the, uh, so the the white dude got his games run over by his daddy in the tractor? Oh, no, no, no that's a different one. No. That shit's hilarious. Oh, yeah, dude. He was probably saving his kid's life. His kid would never have sex if he didn't do that. That boy, like, 20 you know? years old, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got family members like that. They live in the video game. Like, oh, they think it, like they one. think it's real life, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's true. I only ever had like the classic Nintendo, like the gray and black box, like the red buttons. That was it. Oh yeah, yeah. remember? Duck Hunt and Mario. Remember huh. the game where you'd play on the running pad? On the pad. On the pad. Yeah, it's, on the it's running funny. game. I think I've always, I've always, I've always saw the pad. No, I've always saw the game, but I was like, how we couldn't play the game without the pad. Uh-huh. So it was right. just like <laughs> we'll borrow the game from friends. And I was like, but where's the pad? Like, <laughs> right. Ah, it's broken me. It was like, then why would you even let me borrow this exactly. stupid game without the pad? Exactly. <laughs> it's <was just> so <laughs> dumb. Or the the glove, the Nintendo glove. There was glove. a glove? Yeah, there was a Nintendo glove? Yeah, I don't remember that. What glove. game was that? I don't know. 
It was like um. He had Catfish had too much money growing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like Richie Rich, man. You got the Nintendo glove and the pad. I was broke. The Nintendo glove. Remember that movie? Is it um Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny um Johnny Appleseed? No. <laughs> it was like the first movie that came out that looked like it was like supposed to be futuristic. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny. It was. It was with um. What's his name? Was it Neo? What, what's, not Neo. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, wait, uh, with, Ke- with Keanu Reeves? With Bill Keanu and Ted? Reeves. Huh? Bill and Ted? No. You're like, that's the first science fiction no. movie ever. It was Johnny Minot, or, or was it Brad Pitt? Where he played this, he looked like um, um, Vanilla Ice. Like, he had this straight um, box Lawnmower fade. Man? No. Somebody on there would know, don't know what I'm talking about. Johnny, Johnny Mononic, Johnny something. Does any of our users who are watching right now asking questions, do you know this movie? Johnny Manana's something with Keanu Reeves, it is? Or he has a box cut? He had a box cut and he had like stripes on the side like Vanilla Ice. Y'all don't remember this movie? Really? Like no kid? Ever. I'm trying to find Which one had the box cut? Was that Kid or Play who had the big hair? Um, Kid. Kid, like Kid. So Keanu Reeves. Was it Keanu Reeves or Brad Pitt? I think it was probably Brad. Pitt. Johnny Sway. What was the name of the movie? That's what came up. Johnny Sway. He has the hair. Let me see. I don't know. I miss those old science fictions movie, like science fiction movies. That but yeah, he it, it was a video game, like because in the movie he had this glove. That's what it looked like. The hair. No, no, That's not it? no. Mm-mm. Not that one. But look at that hair. That's Ace, yeah, that Vin- hair. Ace Ventura hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> he looks like Johnny Bravo. Actually, that looks like yeah, that looks like somebody like real <laughs> took, oh. took hairspray and made it dry to make it look like Johnny Bravo. Hair. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny that's, Mnemonic. That's what one of our users just said. It's Boom. Johnny Mnemonic. P N E U M O N I C. I've never even heard of that before, dude. Y'all yeah. sleeping. Dude, there was a lot of things like growing up, I couldn't watch movies that had like sex or cussing in it, but I could watch like John Claude Van Damme, like him like twisting people's heads around. It was weird. What? It's like violence was okay, but sex and 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 cuss words. Were, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm tell you this. My parents, they're not from this country. Where from? They're from Haiti. Okay. And when it came to movies, we could watch whatever the hell we wanted to watch. Do you feel like that warped you any? Like watching, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street when you were like six oh, and man. stuff. I think I used to love watching it, but at the same time, I'll be scary as shit because I, <laughs> I would like sleep with my parents because oh, I dude. felt like they were coming to get, like, you know, Freddy Krueger were coming to get me. I felt like that after watching The Ring. Oh yeah, that movie scared the shit out of me. The Ring, Pet like, Cemetery. Pet oh, Cemetery. Yeah. Is that the one with all the cats? Well, it's no, where that's they bury. Sleepwalkers. Oh, that's Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Dude, in Pet Cemetery, they bury these people in Indian burial ground, and they come back to life. And basically what it is is they bury this baby in there that gets hit by a semi-truck, and the baby's like, cuts this old man, like his Achilles tendon. <laughs> wow. And then it's just, like, scary. And I slept in my like mom and Chucky. dad's room for... Yeah, Chucky was oh, scary, Oh, Chucky too. was dope. The first, that's my the movie, first bro. three ones Chucky. were great. Then those... The new, oh my God, the new the new one is trash. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's the Code of Chucky. There's a new one on no. Netflix. And, Andy Andy Chucky. came back and he has like Chucky. He has like Chucky in his <laughs> in his house. Was, yeah, he has like the original Chucky yeah. at his house, and you know how Chucky it took Chucky like time. To put uh, the soul in the bodies. Right. Give me the. He had to go through all the whole. This time, he's just turning fucking people to like 
Chucky, like Charles Lee Ray is going to everybody. Like he becomes a cult. Like it's, he's cloning himself. I was like, this shit is bullshit. Yeah, dude. It's like it, you know you're getting older when you start finding holes in the Chucky plot. You're like, all right, the first one was believable where he satanically put his soul in a doll. Now it's getting uh-huh. to. It got bad with the. To, it got bad it with the seed of Chucky. Do you guys remember Furbies? Yeah. Furbies, yeah. Oh, I, I thought mine was possessed. Those. Like Furbies. I thought the demon was inside. Yeah, that's what people really, used to say. Really, for real? Yeah, yeah. Was that the one with the yeah. little um the eyes and yeah? It would just turn off and on whenever it wanted. No, no, no. no off and on. I'm talking about Furby. Furby was it? Was Furby like? Oh no! I'm thinking like about the eyes gremlin. That closed, yeah, it was like a little gremlin almost, and you mm-hmm. raised it up, and you had to talk to it, and everything, and it was like battery powered. It was like mm-hmm. a little doll. This the fur. Like it had like a little ah yeah, yeah. It looked like Gizmo from from Gremlins. The gr- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it looked like. They're selling them again now in Toys R Us. I just saw them. It's just it's they just sell them again. They're coming back. Furbies. I got in trouble because I was there's this little kid who went to my church and I was whispering death in his Furby's ear like over and over. <laughs> I remember like they're like your son. The new trouble. Furby is the Hatchimo now. The Hatchimo. Yeah, my uh, nieces have that. My what daughter is a Hatchimo. It's, bro, yeah. these things last year sold out, and they were selling on eBay for like five hundred. So basically, yep. you have like your own pet that hatches out of an egg. Uh-huh. Yes, it hatches out of an egg. Dude, Elon Musk is literally putting like technology on a whole new spin. Eventually, we are gonna have like just creepy dolls that start trying to kill people with like all this Elon Musk Google <laughs> you, doubt. You know, like, did you yeah, hear about scary. the new robot? Oh no. yeah, the sex robot. Not the sex robot. See, your head is. There's a sex robot. Yeah, it's an actual robot in Dubai. They just made their first what? robot citizen. Are you serious? Well, they have the yeah. Robocops there, right? No, they yeah, don't. Yeah, they rolled out like Robocops in Dubai. They can only do like very basic things. Nah, but see, that's the thing though. Like, that that robot that they have in Dubai was the same robot that said, We will kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one and they're like, what? Yeah, it said, We will kill you. And the robot like, told the, the owner. The robot that. told them. Holy we will shit, kill that's you. crazy. Is this AI? Like, is it is artificial AI? intelligence? Yeah. yeah. It was like if you if the same robot that they just turned a, into a citizen, the first robot citizen said, "We will kill you," and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, look, we gotta fix the code and blah blah blah." Now you turn this shit into a goddamn right. citizen, and like, oh, it's so great. I I just don't get human beings sometimes. If Why something said to me, that? yeah, if, if I'm if I have a okay, let's say for instance I have a Chucky doll, right, mm-hmm. and it said. I'm going to kill you. Right. That Chucky doll is done for. Exactly. Like, I am getting rid of it. I'm not even. Oh, yeah. I'm not even Bro, fucking around. That. But to to an extent, some white people are conditioned for that because their kids tell them they're gonna kill them every day. So, <laughs> so when a robot tells you that, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I had a friend named Paul that. Um, yeah, I had a friend named Paul that like he would tell his parents. This kid would mouth off to his parents all the time. His, his dad would be like, go outside. He'd be like, you go outside, you stupid jackass. <laughs> and, like, his mom would be like, Paul, don't talk like that. And he'd be like, why don't you shut up? And, wow. like, he oh. would just talk to his parents like that. Like, I could never – he was that epitome of the stereotypical Jerry Springer oh, kid when people say white kid talks bad to, like, their parents. Like, that wasn't me. I couldn't say anything to my mom and dad. The biggest success story kids. out of that is that Catch Me Outside girl. Yeah, I was just going to oh, say Oh, the that. Catch Me Outside girl? Oh, yeah. man. She's she's made a meal. Oh, dude, she literally – that's 
we have all these accidental millionaires now because of YouTube. But the you thing know, is, bro, like things catch on. The thing, the thing that is so crazy is like she did that, but young black girls have been acting like that for forever. But now it's popping that she did it. She's the Eminem of troubled children. You know yeah, what I mean? I she's guess. like she she stole the catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, I know. Like, it's what ridiculous. Does that even mean? Like, she, come outside, outside and I'm going to whoop your I'll, ass. I'll fight you. <laughs> I always thought she would like, was, was talking about cash. No. No. Oh. No, she's kind it's of like this somebody skanky. saying, pull up. Yeah. Pull up with this stick. <laughs> yeah. Let like, it hit. <laughs> like, go outside, but she's yeah. just saying it in the trashiest sense possible. Don't, you don't know? worry, Haley. You have a black friend to keep you away from all that. So if someone tells you to cash them outside, oh, I won't you know, don't go outside. I'll talk to these two guys, <laughs> and I'll just stand here in my bubble jacket yeah. with a tub. <laughs> Whenever you, know? you get a text message, you don't understand it. Just send it to me, and I'll decipher it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking. Because black nice. girls do be saying, "I'm gonna drag you. I'm gonna drag you." Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, when I first heard, uh, "What is it? If I don't come for you, don't come for me." The first time I heard it, I was like, "That's when you know you're getting older. You're just like, yeah, man. If I'm not coming for you, right? No, if I don't. What is it? Is it?" Yeah, if I don't yeah. call for you or if I don't something, bro, you, they no, start that joke. I was just like, damn. But I got it though. Yeah. I totally got it. I was like, yeah, this that's pretty dope. I was like, yo, they're all this shit is changing all the time. Right. There's a new slang every freaking day. I'm not even out of yeah. my twenties yet, but I feel thirty five with the way these kids are, man. Oh, like, I know, dude. Like talking outside. Yeah. <laughs> dude, when I used to drive Lyft, I, I would go to Beverly Hills and I'd pick up like these 17-year-old Jewish kids would be like, hey, plug this up. I want to listen to Kendrick Lamar. And they'd plug it up, and then they'd be like saying like basic bitches. And I was like, what is wrong with you? You guys yeah. live in Beverly Hills, like, What's that rapper name? Lil Uzi Flirt? Uh, I don't know, dude. There's like... <laughs> Lil Uzi Flirt. No, Lil Uzi Vert. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm stuck in the 90s. Me I'm too. like, I'm like, you know, Smashing right. Pumpkins, Biggie. Like, you I'm know. stuck in the, two the early 2000s. That's my... Early really? 2000s. You yeah. guys are stuck in those eras? I like the two. I mean, I listen yeah, to music dude, from like now, 90s, but... I like 90s, dude, when I was, like, in, you know, a little kid. I love that stuff still. I, I don't I don't know. I just think that um, I, I evolve with time. Like, I know I have a lot of friends, and, well, most of my friends are, like, a lot older than me. I'm talking about these guys are, like, late 30s, in their 40s. And I and I always thought about. It. I was like, why do? Cause, cause they they they're doing the same thing my parents done. They like right. stuck in the seventies, listen to music in the seventies. Even though yeah. I was like, won't you move up? Oh no no, the OJ's is great. <laughs> it's just like move with the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And I and I just I see people they get stuck in this era. Like, oh man, this was the greatest. And I'm like, not really. You didn't have cell phones. You were still using beepers in the nineties. <laughs> you had yeah. minutes. You you weren't texting. You probably I, had a two way pager. But I, it's just like, yeah. How do you get stuck? I could see if you say two thousands because that's like what, ten years ago. Right. That's the nineties. <laughs> yeah, their hookup music is like the Commodores and everything. Huh? You see, like Sunday morning, that's what they hook up to. My, my the parents? No, no, I'm saying your friends. It's like yeah, they're my, stuck no. in the 70s. Oh, they're stuck like in the 90s. Like when they talk about hip-hop, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, because Rakim and all these. I was like, Rakim? I do not like old hip-hop. Like, hip-hop, like, 
hip hop to the hip hip hop. That's the inception of that's the inception of hip hop. But I'm talking about <laughs> these guys like like '90s, like late '80s, early '90s, or late '80s '90s hip hop, and I'm just like, yeah, like Tribe Called Quest. I can't listen to that shit. I can't listen to that stuff yeah. either, dude. Like it, nah, it's too like old school with that jazzy sound, and then it's just like people. I can like, listen to R and B from the '90s. I can listen to R and B. Yeah, that's oh it. yeah, Boys to like, Men still kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't listen to Brian rap McKnight from the '90s. Really, I don't like it. When I think I '90s, I, think I like, like Tupac and, and Biggie. Britney, yeah. Like that was what I loved. You guys don't like like Tupac and Biggie stuff. You don't like Tupac. You can't listen to like Tupac. Um, I can't listen to Biggie. Oh, I can listen to Biggie a lot. I, can I listen can't to listen to Tupac. I'm really not a fan. Is it because of his beats or just the? I think my brother, my my eldest brother, made me hate Tupac. <laughs> he played it too really? much. He played it so much. Like he <laughs> played it. It was deafening. Like I, <laughs> I hated it. I was like, "Yo, can you turn this shit off?" Right. It's right. like that's all <laughs> yeah. he played, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta listen, Tupac. Tupac was this and that." that. I was like. Nah, Biggie is better than Tupac. Right. It, it, anytime something's jammed down your throat whenever you're, like, younger, exactly. you just kind of start to hate it. Dude, my dad used to make me listen to Huey Lewis in the news. And, like, yeah. now it's like, you know, speaking of Tupac, Huey Lewis in the news ruined it for me. Pretty much the same person. But, but you know, there is there is some albums that are, like, my, my dad would never, I could never listen to Michael Jackson. Really? What? What? Why? No. No. What was the thing? Was he? Did he your dad think he was too effeminate or something? No, not that. He was. My dad is very, very conscious person. Uh huh. And so, I would listen to Bob Marley uh, all the time. Gotcha. Did he think Michael Jackson was kind of like the product of sort of like the man in a sense, like no. to where it's like you know he's like. No, I don't. Yeah. A, I don't believe Michael Jackson is a pedophile. Um, B, I just think that he. He wanted to raise me a certain way because right, I feel right. like, uh huh. I feel like you start to open up because you know you're like a sponge. You are. Kid. That's so true. And so when you listen to like, whatever, if you listen to con- um, conscious music all the time, and it was like, it was time I was like, oh my god, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to listen to. This. But he'll play it so much. And I and I'll start understanding what is uh, going on, and then he didn't really have to explain to me like racism and what this is what people go through, blah blah blah. Like just listening to Bob Marley music, I was like, "Damn, okay, I get it." And it's and I think Bob Marley music is a music you can listen to forever. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, timeless. it is. It is. It's very timeless. timeless. <laughs> it's like timeless. you could turn it on right now. You'd be like, "Shit, we're still Redemption going song. through this." Bullshit. Yeah. You know? Same issues. What about? Yeah. Do you feel like that gave you like a groundedness like later in life? Do you feel like that gave you like a groundedness to where it's like now you kind of have like a different way of like dealing with stuff because you got that music when you were like a younger kid and it yeah. sort of gave you a little bit of understanding. Yeah. About like you know your walk through the world and stuff. Do you feel like you're like okay, I'm calmer now with different things because I listen to like his music because you do kind of reenact your childhood unless you consciously change it yeah i think what do you mean by that reenact your childhood yeah um whatever it is like growing up like like little kids okay for instance you take responsibility for everything that happens to you when you're a little kid so that's why there's some people who feel like they have to like people please everybody because they had to do that with Mm. their parents so the point is is like if you 
change that later in life. You can change it, but if you don't, you kind of reenact your, your role as a child. I think a lot of people are adult children in a sense to where it's like they're using the same things they learned as kids unless you consciously are like, okay, this isn't working for me. I want to change it. Mm-hmm. you know. And that seems like actually like a healthy thing, like listening to Bob Marley's music. you know. So I'm like wondering if that like affected the way you deal with the world. I know, Not to sound pretentious, like do you feel like you're enlightened? No, no, no. I, I, know, I, like, I, I, I think, it, yeah, it made me see the world in a different light in a different perspective. Like, I see things totally different from the norm. Like, Uh I question everything. Yeah. Like, I question everything. And some folks, they would, somebody would say, well, this would happen in the news. And I would sit back and I would look at it differently. Like, people would look at it straight on. I'm going around it. I'm like, okay, why did this happen? What's the reason? Yeah. Is this true? Because you, we, we, like, we got to see things as, okay, like when you're a kid, your parents tell you certain things, and then they, they won't share certain things with you. Like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, sex, um, the birds and the bees, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I never really got an, or understood, okay, birds and bees getting together, having sex, and then they make babies. Like, right. it doesn't make sense. That's like, the, like the, the skinny dude in a trailer park having sex with a fat girl in a waterbed. Like, yeah. the bee being like, yeah, the tiny exactly. And I'm just like, how does this, how, uh, and, but, but, but it's, it's funny. I know, that's the visual. I'm a nasty My dad never gave me the birds and the bees talk. My like, parents we, never did either. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think mine did either. So, I was, nobody does. We learned about you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so I would just great. I would just like or anything that happened in the media and then I start I'll go no, I'm I'm a truth seeker. Uh-huh. And I think with listening to Bob Marley so much and him saying what he said in music when at the time music was used for people to actually speak on what's going on in the world and a lot of people weren't really sharing a lot of things. Though that was the time I think because okay, if you look at it in the seventies, people were were captivated by Bob Marley who lived in London. Like Americans right. weren't really captivated by Bob Marley. Right. It right. took until Bob Marley like eighties, maybe, for them to be like, Holy shit, this guy is great. Mm-hmm. You know? Now you go to colleges and everybody, you know what I mean? It'll I went to Carlos like- in Santa Barbara and there's a Bob what? Marley house. Right. And so I was like, this is cra- This is how much power he had in his music, and a lot of people hide things in music. Yeah, you know what uh-huh. I mean. Totally. Yeah, especially back then. I think our parents really did kind of have like the best music when it comes to like saying stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like '60s and '70s on every front was really really good. You know, you did have stuff like Bob Marley, and you had Bob Dylan, and you had like all these different people. You know, like Motown was amazing and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was just all this really, really, really good music that was coming out around that time. And it's like music now is still like cool, but it's kind of it, – it's harder to find. You have to look for those nuggets. Music like, music will like never – you know, it will never be as good as it was back then because we have it too easy now. Oh, yeah, dude, that, our parents – That yeah. music That music came from like an emotional place, like what they were seeing – what do you see now? Guys walking down the street with purple hair? Like, what's going to inspire you to write? Back then, you were yeah. seeing people 
getting hosed down, attacked uh-huh. by dogs, the the Vietnam War, other uh, world wars, and depressions and all that. So it inspired you. What else did you have? To, like, no. At any time when the world is at its worst, entertainment and music is going to be at its best. That's yeah. just how it works. Look at Otis Redding, dude. That guy was like going to the recording studio and like screaming his nuts off, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> of all the stuff. Like, th- that's why nobody sings like that anymore. Because back then there was just so much stuff going on, you know what I mean? David Ruffin is another case, you know, where people would sing like right from their bowels and stuff. Pain is good for art. It yes. sucks in every other area. It's terrible for your relationships and everything else. Even in but, stand-up comedy. But in stand-up comedy, you know, anxiety, whatever it is, you're the funniest. sharpen the blade. You're you the funniest when you're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you haven't gone through anything, you know what I mean, emotional or whatever, you know, it's like really hard for you to even relate to an audience. Exactly. Because it's like... Ain't nothing to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. nothing. Same thing with actors, too. The people who work the best are the ones who can you know, move from the deepest place, you know? Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger, the reason why he was so good is because he was able to, you know, tap into his crazy and, you know, lose himself. I mean, he was drawing from something, <clears throat> you know? He, he was. Jokes. He probably grew up in a bad house where he saw his dad torture cats or something. Yeah, he's... <laughs> probably grew up in the oh, South, yeah. yeah. His dad probably, like, stapled <laughs> cats to trees or something. Some of those old old school parents were mean, dude. Like, oh, hell yeah, we, 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 uh, my dad tells me what he goes through. You know, he said he had to earn the right to have hair, and I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, that's some They're, crazy shit. Crazy. Yeah, it's just parents back then were coming back from the Korean. They didn't war, know what the hell therapy they were doing. wasn't accepted, so mm. they just like would throw their kids off balconies if they didn't take off the tree. Especially in black culture, bro. You know, we were we were just <laughs> what ninety years out of slavery. So all yeah. pa- all parents knew were beat beat your beat. grandparents, dude, yeah. during that time experienced it. My granddad yeah. still thinking of slavery, so he... yeah, dude, the stuff you've told <laughs> me that tells you he's like uh, the, the white folks are gonna get you killed and stuff, yeah, like because that's all I used to date was white girls. Yeah, <laughs> mm. it, that, dude, I think well, for my parents, it's totally different. They've been out of slavery for a fairly long time, <laughs> but I mean, Haiti, I mean, Haiti is like, but. Haiti is such yeah. a revolutionary country. Yeah, exactly. They're like, uh-huh. nah, we ain't taking shit from anybody. Um, they ran Napoleon out. <laughs> That's ran, awesome. <laughs> they ran everybody they did, out. They did, bro. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they ran Napoleon out. Um, they ran the, the Spaniards out. I just... The things that I've learned from my dad, it's crazy. Like, I had a conversation with my dad... Like last week, we talk all the time, but I was like, I started trying to figure out who, because I never met my grandparents. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo, what? I was like, what's the name of our, um, you know, of my great grandparents and my grandparents? And he started telling me these names. And then he goes to tell me, oh, um, your grandfather's name is Alfred, right? Huh. And huh. his name is Alfred. And I was like, Alfred. I was like, you're a junior? He go, yeah, I never. I was like, and you never told me? He's like, it never came up. Like, there's a lot of things, like, my yeah. parents keep hidden. Like, if you don't ask, you won't know. You right. won't know. And I was like, holy shit. It, it, was, <clears throat> it was amazing. It, was, it sucked, but it was amazing at the same time because right. there's things about my, my dad I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandparents' name. Because I never asked he's like uh-huh i just you never asked so i just didn't share those things with you like but why yeah didn't you ask your 
Totally. I I asked because um, I'm trying to do like like a family tree thing. So I was like, I need to figure out these names, right? Because I'm such, I'm such like a historian. I'm, I want to, like, with me, I always want to know why people are the way they are. And your ancestors can tell you that because you, you that that shit in your cells, like behaviors, that goes in your cells, like yeah. your psychology, and yeah. you can kind of trace that back to your ancestors. Exactly. So you that's know? why I was just I, so I had to ask him. Because my dad have traits, like I do things that my dad does, and I do think that my mom, like mm-hmm. it's like I have the heart of my mom, but I have the thought process, the brain of my dad. Mm-hmm. My mom is very soft, like she's very like same <coughs> here, same here. She like, see homeless people, she's like, oh my god, they're homeless, like you know, and she and she explained to me why people are homeless, and when I every time I see homeless people, I'm like. Oh, damn. Right, you know, right. but my dad is like, nah, fuck that shit. You got to work hard and blah, right. blah, blah. But it's like a chemical imbalance because there's things that I do as my dad and there's things that I do as my mom. And so I'm just trying to figure out why I'm me. But like, why yeah. do you think it took you so long to ask about your ancestors, your grandparents until <clears throat> now? You know what I mean? Um, like, I feel like I asked those questions real young. I wanted to know what the names of all my aunts and uncles and cousins and yeah. grandparents. Um, I thought it was something normal, you know, know. to not know. Mm -hmm. I just thought that, hmm, grandparents. Right. They died. (laughs) It's life. Yeah. You know, but as you get older and, because I want to know more about, like, I don't know. And the reason why I asked my dad, I was like, I don't know anyone on my father's side right i don't either dude because my dad was adopted so it's the same, same with my dad bro same so i have a lot of crazy <clears throat> mental illness in my family that mm-hmm. i don't i'm not totally aware of you know because i used to have horrible anxiety yeah and i worked on really reversing a lot of that but then as i dug into the family tree i was like holy crap there's some crazy stuff that's been in my family mm-hmm. and if you don't actively take that in control you can pick up those bad traits yeah. you're not doomed you can change it but mm-hmm. it's like it's harder to, you know, yeah. like when it's been, if anxiety's been in your family line for so long, like my grandma would just worry. She would, it's like she had like a screenwriter that just wrote horror movies in her head all day long mm-hmm. of like potential yeah. stuff that could right. happen, you know, is insane. And so it's like, you want to know that stuff after a while. I just started looking to that this year actually to where it's like thinking about it. I knew that my family was kind of like that, but I was like, that's crazy. Like my dad's mom was killed. Like wow. um, she lived in a really bad part of Kentucky and her housekeeper like shot her. You know, so it's like, but he he never knew his mom. So it's like, it wasn't really like it was his mom. You know? Well, how he bad was it in Kentucky for her to have a housekeeper? I mean, well, here's the thing. She, <laughs> yeah. she wasn't a housekeeper. She wasn't like rich. She was actually poor. What? But the thing about it, no, no, no. It was like assisted living type thing or something. Uh, he would come over and do something like that. So I don't know if it's like housekeeper, but he like shot her. So right. either she was like super crazy. That's my technical grandma. Right. But it, it it's like my dad was just emotionless because that's not who he was raised by. He was mm-hmm. adopted when he was like mm-hmm. a month old or something like that. You it's, know, and yeah. my dad's yeah. father was like, probably like Middle Eastern or something like mm-hmm. that. So he doesn't even, there's a whole side of my family that I don't even know about. I have a great grandma that you know? was adopted and it's like all those records are closed. You can't go back. Yeah. Find that out. And I found out when I was in about 
seventh grade. I was like super rare genetic bone disorder. But it's oh, like yeah? no one in my family has it. And so it must have been through that one eighth that we don't know because uh-huh. she was adopted. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy because we couldn't figure it out. It's like, well, no one has it. And then yeah. we found that out and that, that must be where it came from. Mm. Matt, craziness. I want to ask a question. Where are you from? Cause I I heard your accent popped out oh, really? when you said must. You're like must have been. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, That's she so ain't from funny. here. Funny people never notice like Canadian accent. I yeah. would have thought South. Yeah, I think it's because the blonde hair. You have long ha- blonde hair. I think you're from Kansas, wouldn't you? Yeah. No. People really? always think Not I'm from Kansas. like Texas or something. Kansas, yeah, like Texas Alabama. or Kansas. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. No, I'm from Canada. Like my dad's American, my mom's Canadian, but I was born in Canada and raised Alberta? there. Um, I was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, like right in the middle. But mm. when I was five, I moved to Victoria, which is um, a city on an island across from Vancouver. Yeah, like I was in Vancouver people. like uh, two months ago. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I have yeah. a sister there, and I have an aunt and uncle and a couple cousins. Yeah. yeah. Matt, you got cousins in um, Kazakhstan? Uh, yeah, oh. probably. <laughs> I probably have cousins. Who knows where, man? Like Middle Eastern Matt. <laughs> Middle Eastern <laughs> Matt. You know what? But that is such a white guy thing to say now. Every white person's like, no, it's like I got some Cherokee in me. Rednecks love saying that they have like Native American in them. Like in the South, you'll see some guy with a rat tail and a dream catcher tattoo in like a wolf spirit t-shirt with like a semi truck driving through it. And he'll be like, yep. He's you, like, I'm Cherokee. You, it's like, no, you're not. Do you want to... <sighs> See, I am such like a history dude. <laughs> There's reasons why you can find a lot of like white folks like in the middle that say that they're um um Native American because once you have a drop of anything, you can get like money from the government. So there was Yeah, but you have to be able to measure it, right? But there's, like I'm talking ancestry. About, I'm talking about there's Back then, the, what ancestry uh, were you yeah, doing? Yeah, they didn't have ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> there were no ancestry.com. Hey, I got a. Uh, yeah, so. Where's my casino? <laughs> Where's <laughs> water bed? So, a lot of people were basically lying back in the days and just saying, oh, yeah, I'm. I am native, and they weren't. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> they were just getting money. Mu- because get it's like a gift card at Denny's just this, to say you're native. American. This is the craziest thing. So I took anthro, anthropology in college, and I love to look at people's bones, like uh-huh. their face, and uh-huh. I could tell, like with their facial feature, I can kind of tell where they're from. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And... It was a girl that I went to college with. And she's like, yeah, I'm native, right? And I was just like, "Uh, I don't think so. But, you know, you've been telling this narrative your whole life. You're definitely an (laughs) Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) you've been telling this. Basic micro, right? You've been been telling this narrative your whole life that you just became, like, you believe. And I would look at her, I was like, you don't look. Yes, your hair is black, like jet black. Right. But I'm like, you probably dyed that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as she gotten older, like I start looking at pictures, um, I go, why your hair? It seems like it's turning brown. Right. You know, or brunette, whatever. You your do. true color's trying to come People out. People call these <laughs> yeah. hairs. That European and descent. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But a lot of people lie. A lot of people lie because they you can get money from the government. Like I guess if it's still like yeah, but with Ancestry.com because I feel like you have to like. I think Ancestry.com that, is kind know? of 
but foolishness like, too. Even those, what's it called? Because you can't really tell an ethnicity dating back to where the, you know what I mean? Like the, because because you could have been like, just because you're from Great Britain doesn't necessarily mean. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's how they do it. They they study the nationality rather than they. Can, I don't think they can really determine the ethnicity. It's the nationality and tracing back here. I think it's not worse. And it goes back to like, I think, 250 generations. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's like. But you guys talk about those, those DNA yeah. tests, like those yeah. 23. I, I took I took one. I've heard those are totally false because I know triplets that did it and they got. They're identical triplets, and they got three different. Ah, uh, see, you, like yeah. no, no, no. You right. will, you will, you will get different traits, because you gotta understand it comes from your parents, and then those parents, it comes from their grandparents, and those grandparents, it comes from their great great grandparents. So all those traits will be all different. That's why sometimes even in identical triplets. Yeah, because I thought an identical twin or triplet means you're like the same person. I mean, yeah, like, like genetically, because they have the same fingerprints and everything. All I can think about no, is no, no, that no, that you can't have the same fingerprints. They don't have the same fingerprints or no. the same DNA. No, no. really? No. no, 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 they don't have the same fingerprints. Only their facial features are identical. Really? Nobody can have the same fingerprints. Nobody even, can. Even like a twin. No. No. no, 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 no. Fingerprint is is always is always unique. So they might have the same were, chin. But not the same. Not the same fingerprint. Like if you and I murdered somebody. Right now, which, you know, I know we've talked about this in great detail about, you know, creating a heist and lowering yeah. ourselves through the roof our of the house, plan. our magical plan. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we were identical twins, our fingerprint would still totally be different, which is crazy because it's like they don't have access to your fingerprint, right? Unless you've actually had to Put it do it somewhere. before. Like, well, you got no... the iPhone, so you got uh, the fingerprint they right there. They have your they... fingerprints now. Yeah. Really? Well, I don't think I've done it on. Actually, yeah, I did. I did do it on my iPhone. So there goes my career in crime. I was wanting to do the John Dillinger route, but what? Bye-bye. I mean, but the thing, the thing about a lot of these studies that we have in America about DNA and fingerprints, it, I believe there's like a gray area because it's like, what if you find that one person overseas who has the same exact fingerprint that you have? I don't think it's so likely on the fingerprint, but I do think DNA testing can be very flawed. I read a book on that. Like, even when they do that on death row, it can be, like, super flawed. Like, mm. and they found that out after. Like, you Which know, like, already killed that motherfucker. I know, but that, that they don't care. They The whole thing, too, this is kind of a different rant, but the whole thing about, like, it's like, well, all my tax dollars are going. It's actually a death penalty costs more to be able to execute somebody than it would just somebody sitting in jail. Yep. It, it actually costs more. Because DNA have to do testing it. is actually faulty. And the death penalty is it, almost it, like... It, not always, but... It, we're letting them escape. Like, the reality of having to, like, you know, sit in a little cell. Like, that's, like, the torture part. That's, that's horrible. But you sit on death row for at I, least 10 to 20 years. So you're thinking about when you're going to get executed, which I think is worse than sitting in jail for 50 to 60 years. I think it's I think it's horrible. I think the whole jail system is is fraud. And yeah. bullshit. It's not rehab. And it's... Uh, no, and they it, don't teach you anything. You just sit and... And it's enslavement. Yeah, it it's is. It's just another way of slavery. To go to your room um, for serial killers. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, like, I saw somewhere, I think, in Scandinavia, like, these guys, like, either killed someone or whatever the case may be, but they're rehabilitating these people. Yes. As in, they go out, they have jobs... But they just uh-huh. live out in the country somewhere. But it's like 
that's an actual rehabilitation. Like, you're not confining somebody into just a, a box, you know, because people start to um, go crazy. Like, oh, when yeah. you put people in um, solitary confinement, like, after a certain amount of days, like, they start to, like, psych- like they become psychotic because they're talking to themselves. Right. They're not you, talking you to anybody else. You're wired for connection. Yeah. That's just the way people are. And if you take that away from a human being, it's like. Yeah. I go crazy after, like, eight hours. Like, if you trap me in this room for eight hours, I go crazy. Yeah. Let alone, like, a week. Oh, yeah. Bro, I, I get like that for overseas flights. Yeah. 13, 14 hours in the air. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, bro, I got to get out of here, man. Or I need to get a drink because I'm about to. <laughs> you, know, you, get, you get weird. You turn yeah. into like Woody Harrelson from movie 2012. Have you seen that movie? Bro, it's, a, it's a shitty movie. If I have right. to get on the elevator and it has to go higher than four floors, I have to close my eyes. Really? Because you get anxiety yeah. on the elevator? I can't be in the elevator. Like, if it, like I remember I was at the Is it because it's closed in? You're afraid you'll get yeah. locked in? Not just Is that. that I just don't like being in confined spaces. Yeah. Like, I was staying at the REM Vegas and I was on like the 42nd floor and I had to close my eyes for the ride up. Yeah. I remember when we lived in the same building in Koreatown, you'd be like, you, you, we would ride the elevator together and I'd be like, why? And you'd be like, because it's one of those old school, like, it's like the it's movie open. The Shining. Yeah. It's an open gate, like, you just shut it and then it's like, I remember that was the one that you could ride. Yeah, I could ride that yeah. elevator by myself because it was open. Mm-hmm. It's like the I'm not closed all the way in. I have that about needles. That's always been my phobia. Oh, and and not too. not about like like I have a tattoo. A tattoo doesn't bother me. But the thing is is like uh, something going in my veins mm-hmm. and extracting blood out. Mm-hmm. Like m- veins gross me out. The yeah. fact that I can even see them through my arms. I don't even like looking at my veins in my arms. Yeah. So if I see a needle going in there, I literally freak the yeah. hell out and Needles, it's like horrifying to that's me. That's my worst you know? fear. Like blood tests, vaccines, really? that like don't scare me. TB tests, that is my worst fear. Like bawling, crying, like it's awful. It's real bad. Damn. I can't do it. Yeah, that, yeah. Needles don't bother me. Really? At all. Look at all these tattoos I got. Needles don't bother Yeah, but me. you're yeah. not getting your blood drawn. It's tattoos. a little different. Those don't bother me yeah. either. Shots, yeah. blood drawn. I always get my blood drawn from my left hand now. Because I can't I can't even let someone like I can't let someone touch me here. Oh wow. Like really? I won't even like I won't let my boyfriend grab me there. Like I freak out. Like I can't let people touch me. Like, you know what's crazy? Know. A lot of times that stuff that's like rooted in like ch- like hypnotherapists a lot of times when they hypnotize people. Um, it's usually something like some like maybe there's somebody that you didn't like that would grab your arm or there's mm-hmm. is something there's a reason why we don't like any of the things like needles that didn't just come out of nowhere like oh, yeah. the whole no, thing I, I, it has to be something that happened something. oh yeah because I remember when I was a little kid I would like freak out like shrieking like mm-hmm. whatever like a, like a little demon zombie that was being put down like oh, yeah. I would shriek when they bring out <clears> like too. a needle because I had to down. yeah like, I, I same here. I, I kicked and I kicked like so I was really flexible as a dancer and I uh, gave a nurse a black eye because I kicked her in the face. Wow! I felt really bad, but <laughs> and they would like hold me down like screaming and crying and it was awful. Like, Matt won't eat chicken nuggets because he got chased by a chicken when he was two. Absolutely, what? I used to live on a farm, <laughs> and uh, as my form of punishment, my dad would lock me in a chicken cage with chickens, like chicken. and he would just throw rocks at me in oh. the chicken. No, so I'm now kidding. he don't eat chicken nuggets. I'm kidding. Oh. No, I'll eat chicken nuggets even though they're made out of plastic. You know, if you don't get chicken, you gotta go to Chick Fil A, yeah. bro. Don't. Don't they're, eat no chicken nuggets at McDonald's or Burger Chick-fil-A bullshit. is still not organic, though, dude. I love Chick-fil-A. Don't get me wrong. It, it's, it tastes amazing, but it's still not organic. It's still I don't even know what organic chicken. means anymore. I think anymore, organic bro. is bullshit, too. Well, if it's free range and it's local, you yeah. have a bigger See, this is the thing. Yeah, this, that's harder to find. This know? is the thing about organic, bro. All right, so chickens are eating 
chickens are able to range free. But the water that they water the grass with or whatever they eat is not going to be organic. Uh-huh. Whatever, the, the feed that they eat is not going to be organic. So even though you're not pumping them full of steroids, they're still indirectly getting something that's not organic. Um, you wanna know that's what, everything, though, dude. Our soil what, and air is so jacked up. You want to know what organic you know? is? I'm going to tell you this. When I go back to Haiti, I remember going to Haiti for Probably the first cleaner time. cleaner food, right? Yes. I remember going to Haiti for the first time, and I saw cows that was just walking down the street. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was crazy to me. Right. I was like, and I was like, damn, this cow look anorexic, right? And I was like, but all the cows look anorexic. I was it's like, right. But I'm, I'm talking about, but there's like a lot of grass, a lot of like pastures out there that they just, they just chill. And I go, hmm, I think this is how cows supposed to look. Yeah, our cows look honey boo boo sized. They're like I mean? They're fucking like... brolic. And I'm like, yo, I, I started looking. I was like, wow, this cow looks. <laughs> And then the goats were just, they're roaming. The chickens are roaming. Like, they're, you know what I'm saying? They leave them as is. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, shit. This is cleaner. This food is exactly. a lot cleaner. Yeah, it's not factory farm. It's not yeah, factory even in farm. Mexico, even though Mexico is like, you know, there's a lot of poverty-stricken areas. Like, everywhere, like, their food is cleaner. Like, Americans, because there's so many people with supply and demand, like, we're, I was I was talking to a girl from London one time, and she was telling me that um, even in their McDonald's, they have like two options or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we like uh, just a few options. You know, like in London, mm. like, like in we a- have too many options and too many choices on the menu, which is why it's so harder, much harder to be healthier in America. It's like mm-hmm. I want a cheeseburger with onion rings on it, melted cheese. Sounds I don't. Nasty. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm telling you what the majority of people are thinking, and then it has like muskrat toes, and then it has like you know. <laughs> sauteed mushrooms on it whatever you want it's literally like a, you know just an entire like festival of options I told and, you man and, you when know, I was in like Cuba much, dude. when I was in Cuba I was able Cuba. to eat that pork with no problem right 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 no problem bro I can't yeah. even really eat stomach pork in America America's it gives me like food food. poison oh. that sounds all movie? disgusting Okja on Netflix what is it Okja no it's like O-K-J-A so I just watched it. It's pretty cool. It like, takes place in the future, and it's like the idea that we we have so many humans and we can't keep up with supply and demand, so they build this super pig, and the pig's like the size of an elephant. Oh, like I watched it. It oh, was so I, dope. Yeah, right? It so was so dope. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a movie, but it's I heard a lot of people of like, saying I'm a vegan now after they watched it. Oh, my that. gosh. I'm yeah. vegetarian, but I made me want to be vegan. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I just can't. That was so dope. So they're going to have pigs walking around here like elephants? No, they're supposed to, so basically these pigs are supposed to be like, um, um, remember when we were kids and we had those little, the little things, like you feed it, you, um, nano pets. It, yeah, the nano pets. Yeah. So basically yeah, that's, that's what it was. It's like a nano pet yeah. and you know, she would feed it and it would grow and then it became this big thing, massive. massive. And so you, you've been taking care of this animal and you're just like oh man it, you know it's a part of it's a part right. of the family now yeah, but what they would years. but what they would do in the movie <laughs> was like hey they'll go to these different oaks and be like uh oh my god you're a winner and then it's like oh we give you this 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 gold pig 
is like solid gold pig. And she's like, hold up, but where's my pig going? You know, and so they take the pig so they could get the best part of the body of the pig to so they could sell it to people. And I was just like, but then once you came to America and you saw there was an actual it was an actual pig farm, I was like, damn, this shit is this is crazy, well, man. The craziest thing is they're doing this scene near the end where it's like she's at the factory farm and you're thinking like, oh my God, this is so sad. This is awful. Like, how could they ever do this? But the reality is like, we're already doing this today. We've mm-hmm. been doing it for years with normal pigs and cows and all sorts of livestock, but n- no one talks about it. And they don't put these kind of images in our film and television. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty gross too. Like whenever you like like uh, salmon, the, uh, the uh, this is not me trying to sound too conspiracy theorist, but with salmon, I think they clone them now. I think that's clone actually, I think so. Like, it's like, me and David were joking around, like David was like Frankenfish one time. Because like, <laughs> they do do like crazy things, but it, it, it basically, it's options, you know? Like, people, like, the whole thing is when you bring up like eating healthy to somebody, really all food is supposed to be, I mean, we have taste buds and stuff, but food is mainly it's nourishment it's like so you stay alive but now it's like we've switched in america we're like no 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 it has to feel good Mm -hmm. every time i eat right you know like Like, all these endorphins enjoy it it's it's a drug drug. yeah and and the chemicals even pringles has proven that like it when you eat it and this is well known like that like when you eat like pringles like it makes you hungrier for more pringles yeah so that's why you're just chinese food also Chinese, or, or? yeah, that's why they, the model, the what is it called, model pseudo glutamate, I don't the know. MSG, MSG, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the MSG was was made because you eat the Chinese food, you'll be full, but at the same time hungry still. Uh huh. So you're still indulging in something that. Like you're done, you're done, but you're still eating it. Yeah, it's a trick with your brain. It's, it's a like trick. you know, technology. It's like iPhone for your brain with food. You know. Yeah, bro. That's why uh, everybody used to have a joke like you know, you eat Chinese food and you're hungry ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah. it was just like <laughs> they do this on purpose. Everything. Chinese buffets are here. Are oh so my unhealthy. god! You always see rednecks at them too. Have you noticed that? Like, there's always a redneck with a tiny hat on. And I like don't eat buffets. Wrangler jeans, his cell phone clipped to his belt clip, and he's like waiting in that line for some crab rangoo. <laughs> and they like, get. And, and the funny thing is, they get you, because you know, pr- prior to me being a vegan. Oh, you're you, a vegan. Yeah, I'm vegan. I'm yeah. Cool. So, uh, prior to me being vegan, like you would go to you would go to Vegas. And you would eat, you go, oh man, I, yo, I gotta go eat the buffet at fucking Caesar's Palace. Right. It's uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. So you go there and you're so hungry. And then you eat a little bit and you're like, fuck, I'm oh, full. Right. Yeah. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And you couldn't take the food. They with cooking you. with yeast. So they charge you like $39, $40, knowing that mm, you're not going to have... Like, all this shit is trickery and fuckery, man. And the then, one at the Aria, 45 And I don't even eat crab legs. <laughs> oh, dude. I, tr- I quit eating, like, stuff that's bottom feeders because really what they are is, like, trash cans. You know what I mean? Like, when you eat, Back like, in the day, off- shrimp and crab legs used to be, like, poor man's food. Uh, well, yeah, because it's, like, it's eating the shit from the bottom of the ocean. So you really have to even pollution aside and everything. They're literally eating, like, turds, and you eat what they eat. You know Why do you mean? think when you chain, crack so a like- crab shell, it looks like that on the inside? You only eat the crab legs. Yeah, I, you don't I mean, even it eat tastes the biggest great, part. but it's, like, what I know what they are. You, you know, know lobster what I mean? it's used like- to be, like, 
men to do. Like, they would yeah. just wash up on the shores of the East Coast. They wouldn't go fishing for them. they just pick them off off the sand. Yeah, it's water cockroach. And, yeah, water cockroach, exactly. Oh, God. It's, it's, I, I feel like... I always said I didn't want to be... And I call myself plant-based. I don't like to call myself vegan mm-hmm. because vegans give people bad names like oh my god you you have this leather coat on do you know how many people they kill for this and i I was like whatever i'm still have leather seats in my car (laughs) i don't give a shit you know but when it comes to like like now people like when you talk about different i used to love crabs i used to love shrimp i used to love lobster i used to love ribs same. I used to love same. ribs. I used to love chicken wings. But now, same. every time people, like, for some reason, you say fish or you say chicken, like, I can smell it. Mm. And it doesn't smell good, good. to me. Like because you've detoxed your body of, like, needing it. Like, you sort of, like, see through the, the whole smoke screen. I still eat meat, but not nearly as much. The stuff I do is, like, bone broth. Um, which is, you know, good for your gut and stuff like that. And then I don't really eat chicken that much you know even though i will do bone broth i'll do grass-fed beef once in a while mm-hmm. um the fish the mercury levels are really high but sardines is disgusting as they are they have a lower mercury level because mm-hmm. their mouths are so small so i'll eat like sardines and stuff like that that's so nasty but no it is nasty but yeah. sardines make me feel good dude like it levels my mood out speaking of anxiety and stressed out that actually, like, <laughs> that hel- I remember I used to work at a telemarketing job, and I'd want to set arson to the place. Like, I just want to set people on fire. Because it's like telemarketing is like sandpaper on your soul. It's, well, like, awful. But- and I'd eat sardines, and I'd feel good, like, after. It'd, like, calm me down and keep me from turning into Ted Bundy. In, conclu- in conclusion to what we were talking about today, let's ask our uh, guest what stresses him out and gives him anxiety. Yes, yes. What's your... Wow. <laughs> What's your thing? Um doesn't have to be super huge but no um so traffic no no i i, I have road rage and i'm okay with that oh, okay. um <laughs> same here i love cursing people out yeah, uh, I, I wish i would like what i used to do in miami i used to throw pennies at people's cars yeah <laughs> psycho <laughs> I, used to, I used to throw pennies like like you motherfucker and i'll throw a penny at their car oh. And they're all there here with click, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" They don't know what it is. But you know, uh, as I got older, I was like, "I can't do that shit." Um, what stresses me out? I think the industry that we're in. Good answer. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. It's the industry that we're in, and um, uh, it's an everyday stress because you're like you're sitting there going, "Okay, when am I get an audition?" Okay, when I go to this audition, am I gonna get it? You know what I'm saying? It this it, it's a mind fuck. Like you're always and you get into this place that you start to second guess yourself or mm-hmm. I'm not right. good enough or damn, am I doing the right thing or am I ever gonna book blah blah blah? And right. it's just like you're always It's like a hamster wheel. You have to work head. on your head, you know, while you're out here. You're your brain. Always. And I and I think it's crazy because I went through a little, and that's why, um, as we were talking before we started, like I went through a mental thing, like once I like this year, around March, February, like I was done working in Atlanta for like three months, four months on a series that I was on, and um, all of a sudden, I got anxiety and I got pan. I started. In, 
it start like I I got a panic attack. Like just sitting hanging out with friends, like yeah, all of a sudden it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like mm-hmm. I I, yeah. I got in this exact because I was like, it's like everything started to crush and come down on me. I'm like, am I ever gonna work again? What's going on? Like this industry, this entertainment industry, it, it puts so much like. You have to be strong as shit to be in this industry. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you do. And you people have to talk about how entertainers strong. are crazy, but yeah. you know, I mean, look at the industry that you're in. It's the hardest thing to do because it's the, the uncertainty. Thing. Yeah. Cuz you never it's like you can go 10, 15 years without getting shit. Mickey Rourke. And then all of a sudden, one day, it's like somebody say, "Hmm, I think he's good enough now. Uh, let's bring him on. And then it changes your life. Right. You know? It's never, like, I remember 2000, I did a movie in 2012. For a year and a half, I didn't book shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. You, like, question You start questioning, you're like, yo. Yeah. Right. What is going on? Am like, I deceiving myself? You know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to be doing this shit? Yeah. Like, you start thinking about that. You're like, am I supposed to be doing this? And and every, it's funny, every March, something happens to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a reboot of my body. I always go into this. And, and my girlfriend, we talk about this. She go every time around March, something happens. Like, you become... Like you're dormant, like you become something. It's like the Ides of March. Yeah, (laughs) like I, I don't want to do anything. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why is it like? I think 2000, 2016 was the first time around March. I was just like, cool. I was like, good because you know, um, I, I'm on this show. I'm good. I'm doing press. I'm flying to New York. We're doing premieres. I'm like, oh great. So. It skipped a year because mm-hmm. I was just like, but you know, now I'm in second season of a show and I'm just like, yeah. And then all of a sudden it just hit me out of nowhere. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, how do I like people always think, oh, you could just shake it off when you go into a, like you're in an anxiety state and you can't shake it off. Cause you're sitting there like, you don't feel like yourself. You don't, you don't know what's going on. I, I've caught myself just looking out the window in my apartment and my girl's like, what are you looking at? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't feel like I'm present. Right. I don't feel like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and you got to try to figure out how to fight this shit. You're like, mm-hmm. you're like, damn, how, damn, how am I going to get out of this? How, am I going to stay like this forever? Is this going to be something? And then once you start talking to people who goes through it, and it's funny, like, a lot of people in our industry go through anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it, this yeah. is an anxiety prone. Because you think about it, like growing up, you kind of have to develop a look at me, look at me personality. Right. Entertainment and being super talented at something it usually does come from pain and you sharpen it. It becomes mm-hmm. a weapon to be able to draw people in. And you get really good at that weapon. If you don't you get don't stressed out there, in this industry you know? or get anxiety, you're not doing it right. Yeah, because you're, you're not putting yourself out there enough. If you're always at peace and you're like, you know, it means you're probably not taking very many risks. You I have to so. feel like you're on edge. Like, and that, what we were talking about earlier, how it brings you like this self-doubt. Like, if you keep not getting things. And I stole this thing recently from Gwyneth Paltrow where 
when she doesn't get a role, she just says, well, then that role's not mine. Like, it's mm. not for me. And you just on to the next, and then the right one's going to find you. But see, that is so easy to say, but it's really not, like, I, sometimes, okay, as an artist, let's say you go, like, some folks, you know, some some folks, they probably go to, like, one audition a month. Right. You know what I mean? But then you got folks that go out, like, every week or Mm -hmm. twice a week, you know, but people think... Oh, because I'm going out twice a week or things of that nature. Like, when I was a young, a, a younger artist, I used to think, man, give me. I remember, like, 2009 when, when you know, when I first moved. I was like, shit, they need to give me, like, three auditions a week. I'm going to book something out of those three. Like, <laughs> right. that was my mentality. And then as I gotten older in this industry, I started to go, damn, all right, I had two or three this week. It's like, it's the same shit if you get one. But people think, oh, you're getting this many. But I was like, no, because you, I will hear no every week when you probably hear no once a week. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it And it's like, it's it irks me more. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, it's a catch-22. You're like, yo, you're, you're going out more than me. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a catch-22. Yes, I'm going out more than you, but at the same time, I'm getting hit and hurt more than you, and you don't understand it. I say you, it's it's better for you if you don't go out as much. You know what I'm saying? And then you probably hit one. Of, you know, you get an audition or you book that compared to like going out two or three times a week because it, it's a stress factor. You have five, six, seven, eight, nine pages. They want you to come in the next day. You have to learn these lines. You then you you're done with this, and you go to the next one. And it's just like, yo, I'm memorizing so much. I'm putting out so much. You're putting out so much of yourself, and it's just like, eh, he was too tall. Uh-huh. Eh, right. Yeah. He was. He's, like he's too big. Right. Eh, right. he has a he has a frohawk. It's like, yo, shit that, you like, really? But but then for some folks who's been pushing in the industry and, you know, and great for them, that shit does not matter. They're like, yeah, he's 6'6", six, six, but yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, this. Right, because you've proven yourself. But the thing is, is like auditioning, you can be a, a phenomenal actor and a terrible auditioner. Boom. It, it's, it's, that's the thing is like um, you got to learn how to audition. And so sometimes – if you look at your auditions, it's like, okay, I'm getting better at auditioning because it's like you can be also, uh, on the other hand, you can be a phenomenal auditioner, know your eye line, know all this different stuff, know how to be able to deliver line, talk to the casting director, get in, get out, but then you can not be the best actor. In the beginning, it's I think it's almost more important to be a better auditioner than actor. Then later, what keeps you in the spotlight is mm-hmm. your acting skills. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... And, and that's what it is. Like you, you, you catch a lot of people, they're great auditioners great auditioners but then you watch them on screen you're like there's no depth what the fuck it's like <laughs> yeah there's no depth like like I'll, I'll speak for me for instincts I think I'm a good actor I think I'm good yeah I'm good but when it comes to auditioning I need a, you never know what you're going into. You never know how the reader's going to read with you 
if they're going to give you flat. anything or if they're going to be <laughs> flat or if they just going Okay, yeah, thank you. Oh my god, that was great. You can't always like, you feed never, off of them. You can't yeah. feed off like you're in a room like this and they want to act like you're shooting somebody or you're in a courtroom or you're dealing with like a brotherly love like situation and he's like this isn't real. Mm-hmm. You got me in a fucking box and you want me to give you all this emotion that you're just going to go. Yeah. Yeah. What are you? That was great. Oh, my huh. God. Nice to meet you. It's just like bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I've learned from different like actors on this this documentary. It said that, that guy and that guy and something. There's an actual documentary and there are these actors that you see on TV all the time, but you just don't know their name. <laughs> you just, oh, character David, actors. David just goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally sounded like somebody just like, like uh, you just like literally tried to hold in a fart. Exactly. It was like, <laughs> oh, I thought it like a kissing noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the character actors, and you don't know who they are, but they talk about the same thing. They're like, man, I have to go into these auditions. You know what the fuck I do. Why do you have me coming in? What's the point right. of having me level, coming you in? Stop auditioning. No, but like it's these guys are talking about, they still go into audition. I'm talking about like Brad Pitt and stuff like that. He but gets see, that's offered. something totally different. He's that's like a list, you know. He's a list. He's a. He goes ah. Uh, Okay, they got this movie, that movie. Because um, he's any, a draw. Many, many Same thing with Denzel. You know, if you're a draw, people go to see you as opposed to the movie. Um, uh, with other un- actors who aren't as known, they go see the movie as opposed to Quentin Tarantino. It doesn't matter who's acting in it. You go to see it because of Quentin Tarantino. People go to see movies for different reasons. Will Smith, you go because of Will Smith. But then if it's like, uh, like a movie where it's not as – there aren't as many – known actors you have to really you know what i mean like sell the movie and but I you know what time is changing and people are noticing that you're putting these people on just because money situations and you're not actually saying yo i want to put this movie out because it's great acting they're looking at it in the money standpoint and a lot of consumers are getting to see that and that's why you see like a lot of movies stranger things dude Nobody known on that show, really. Yeah, but the but thing is, see, well, but see, you're talking about you're talking about Netflix and, yeah, TV, but and they, still. And no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you this: if that show was on TV, I don't think none of those kids would be on it. That dude, think about that it. dude got turned down seventy five times, bro, because nobody wanted to put money behind which dude? the leading act, uh, the brothers. The brothers. The, because the, nobody the brothers. nobody believed in a show where kids were leading. Oh yeah, the Duffer Brothers or whatever the guys yeah. who created that. The- Mash was turned down numerous times too. That TV show Mash was. It should have been turned down another time. I know. But the point is, is um, anything that's really great for some reason it always seems like there's a ton of resistance to it in the beginning, like. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, you know, Rocky was mm-hmm. turned down. You guys have probably heard that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Turned down a ton, and just him, like, casting directors, like, you got a slag show. Even, act, but the know? thing is, with, like, with Rocky, a lot of time, it wasn't turned down. They just didn't, didn't want, want him. him. Yeah. He was like, yo, yeah, we could see this working uh, without you. He was like, nah, fuck that. No, I, yeah. I, I have to be in the movie. Yeah, he literally does look like he got hit in the side of the head with a bus. But, but you know, but yeah, it, he, he like, wasn't acting. 
<laughs> but yeah, like I look at I look at a lot of things. I just started to I think being in this business for I would say ten years. Like ten years. I think I, th- I did my first movie when I was like fourteen. But it was just like eh, whatever. I mean, whatever. Whatever. I gotta keep it moving. But being in this bu- business like career wise, professionally, for ten years you started to you start to learn shit about it. You start to learn like right. You see network TV, you see cable. Some people are not good for network. Like just just okay. Let's say Walking Dead. I love right? Walking Dead. Walking Dead, great show, right? But I guarantee you, if Walking Dead was on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, those actors wouldn't be on that show. No, no, no. No, no. You want to know why? Andrew yeah, he wouldn't be on the show. But Netflix is, is passing TV, though, dude. But but like, Walking I'm, Dead is AMC. Yeah, but it's cable. Yeah. I'm saying what, what it is is that... Okay, you have to show the mayor, right? Uh-huh. I don't know that show, but I'm just... There, there's the there's like, billboards uh-huh. all over the place. It's like Demi Lovato and... Right? This is, a, this is a show... This, this is a show about, uh, you know, three black kids. One is a rapper. The other guy is just like a uh, manager. And then and it's basically an entourage, if you want to put it in that standpoint, that becomes a mayor of a city. Um, but if you look at these kids, they don't look like, you're like, rapper, really? Huh. They don't really, they're clean. Right. They're very clean. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They look clean. They look, it's like commercial. You know, when people go out for commercials, you're like, ah, it's like a different yeah, look. Like for Hyundai or something. Any kind of commercial. You're like, oh, shit. That <laughs> dude looks great. That dude looks face. clean. He's he's sharp. He's, like, clean. But then network t- um, cable TV, it seemed like, oh, we get with the gritty. Right. We get, like, look, these guys look grungy. These guys look real. And I totally started to understand that. I was like... I might not do a lot of work for network TV. I might not because I don't have that commercialized face. I'm not like the the clean cut. I I hate being clean cut. I hate yeah. not having facial yeah. hair. You feel like that's I'm just not you. who you are. It's not me. I hate you know it. Like if you look I at hate having facial like hair. if you look at every look at every procedural. Yeah, I can't look at every procedural on TV. Look at every procedural on TV and start watch. Start looking at the people. Like, okay, you have Power, right? That's on Stars, And then you have Empire. I still have to watch Empire. Ditto. I hear it's great. You look at it. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> so, no. <laughs> you, okay. look, you look at it. I mean, I'm happy for people working. Um, you look at it, and it's totally different. It's like. Everybody look clean on network TV. Like, hey, everything. Yeah, and ABC's they very bright. Like, even the camera coloring, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. very bright and, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's all happy-go-lucky when yeah, shit is yeah. not happy-go-lucky. Yeah. You know? But sometimes that's people's escape. You know what I mean? That's, that's like... No, I just think... ABC. I think I think what, what it is is who they're targeting. They're marketing. They're marketing to middle America. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So you have to have a certain, like, 
all network TV goes towards middle America. Um, no, you're good. When Fini. I said no, uh, no. That was my end of my my thing. All all um, network TV, like their sellers or who they're selling to, are right. It's basically sales. That's what it is. Like who's who's going to be watching this? Like TNT has that gritty Mm -hmm. kind of. You know what I mean? TNT USA. You won't see me on CBS. (laughs) (laughs) You don't got to worry about unless I'm unless they got me playing a criminal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man, that's been our special guest for the day, man. Thank y'all for tuning catfish, in, man. Catfish John. Dude, do I do I get through, do I get man. claps back there? Is yeah, there, is there yeah, applause? Dude. Yeah, dude. This, no, this. I'm talking about the track. Well, people at home are gonna be applauding whenever they hear this later, and people on I Go Live. Yeah, shout out your stuff, man, so people can follow you. Um, don't follow me. <laughs> oh, jeez, the anti the anti social media. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Social media, um, Catfish Jean J E A N on everything, Catfish. Yeah, well, for one. for the you know Catfish Gene, but it's Catfish Jean on everything. I G. In case you Twitter. didn't know, Haitians are f- speak French. Yeah, yeah, words. guys, you, you know. need to learn different things. Because you know, I say Jean, people think young is huh. Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, on all social media. Outlets, it's catfish gene. <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah. Wanna, if you wanna see my fuckery <laughs> on Instagram, right. I really don't have fuckery, uh, but I am moving away from. From the, the, from the just a little. Media. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you had like a tad bit of it, and I'm like, I thought you said I'm moving away of whatever little bit of it that I do have. Oh uh, no, I, I have a lot of bit, but. Yeah, I'm moving we away. We all do. I'm moving away from because I think it is taking over yeah. our, rea- our true. true reality. True uh, enough. Yes. Well, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. Thank you for having Pleasure. me. Uh, what's the email address, Matt? Uh, guys, uh, please email us your questions or comments or anything else that you want to say to stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. That's stressedoutpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. And you can follow me at David Lucas Funny. And I'm at Haley Ray Cannell. That's H-A-L-E-Y-R-A-E-C-A-N-N-E-L-L. If you guys did not catch that, please rewind that. That's a hard name to spell. <laughs> and then mine is Matt Jones underscore, not dash, because some people always put the dash in underscore nine zero on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. Um, so post show dates, clips from TV spots, whatever, you yeah. know, yeah. on there. So, yep. And uh, on I Go Live app at just Matt Jones. It's a new streaming app. Check it out, guys. Au revoir. Stressed out. Stay stressed free.